Hello everyone and welcome to a Game Reactor Quick Loop. Today it's about value because there's a lot of people out there who wants a Dell XPS 15. I don't know. There's a couple of, well, I do know there are a couple of reasons for that. For one, it is mainly considered one of the best Windows-based sort of workhorse laptops that you could get, particularly if you are really dead set on having a 15 to 16 inch kind of display. Um, but the thing about a Dell XPS 15 is because it's considered such an icon, it's also expensive. Expensive as in the way that, you know, it starts starts at at least around 1500, 1600 US dollars. But Dell actually started not too long ago to compete with itself because they put out this. This is called the Inspiron 16 Plus. And it is from the Inspiron series, which is generally considered a more budget-friendly, sort of less iconic laptop series. But that does not mean that you don't get almost everything here that an XPS can offer but at a much lower cost. Now, we, I have to say, straight off the bat, I know people don't like Danish kroner pricing, mostly because that it doesn't necessarily reflect on US and Euro pricings, and I do get that. But the direct comparisons that I drew when I reviewed this machine, I've just reset it in order to send it back to Dell, was made in Danish kroner, because I used the Danish Dell site, so, you know. But the, the percentage savings should still be the same if you live in somewhere that doesn't use Danish Kronos, that means not Denmark. So bear with me on the, in this particular instance. So, as I said, you're looking for an XPS 15. So what are you looking for? For one, you're looking for a pretty slim profile, despite the fact that you're getting a lot of screen area. So this is around 20 millimeters thick, which is only slightly thicker than your regular XPS 15. It also weighs two kilograms, which is much the same as your XPS 15. Unlike an XPS 15, you get ports. Because in a very MacBook way, it seems Dell decided that just equipping Thunderbolt 3 or Thunderbolt 4 ports would mean that you would be living that dongle life. Well, you don't have to, because here there is USB Type-A, full SD card slot, a headphone microphone combination jack, and over here on the other side, HDMI, a USB Type-A port again, and a Thunderbolt 4 port. So you basically get everything. There is also a barrel connector because, well, unlike with an XPS 15, you don't get to charge with a USB Type-C charger, but you can just use the Thunderbolt 4 port for charging. It's less efficient, but you can do it if you already have a USB Type-C charger that you really like. So you get the ports and you get somewhat the same profile weight and thickness wise. At the same time, it seems to be better optimized for cooling in general. At least that's how I've been able to spot it because there is just a lot more perforation here all around. So there is this entire bottom has been perforated with these long strip-like holes, which is great. Um, you get these holes in here and there is also venting on the side, something that uh, the XPS 15 mainly doesn't have. It also stands on these thick sills here at the bottom, meaning that it has a slightly tilted profile, meaning that more air can pass in and out from the bottom of the chassis. So it should actually be better cooled as well. So far, so good, right? It is also made in aluminum, thin panels, I should say, so there is a bit of flex everywhere, but mainly 
it's built really well. So inside, obviously, we are giving away the carbon fiber deck. We don't have that, but the same massive trackpad is here, and the keyboard is some of the same sort of maglev-style keys, which I've grown to really like. They've also included a numpad. That's annoying because that means, as you can probably see, that the trackpad is asynchronous. It is not in the middle. It is off to the left side, which bothers the shit out of me because it just messes with my eyesight, and I don't really use a numpad all that much, but I'm pretty sure that people will like the numpad. There's a fingerprint reader in the power button. There is semi-great speakers. So, like, it's just, it's, it's all here, people. There is, there is a webcam with a physical do not disturb switch, which I think a lot of people will appreciate as well. And then there's the screen. The screen is, because it's called 16 plus, a 16 by 10 aspect ratio screen. So far, so really good. Not only is this a 16 inch, 16 by 10 inch screen, this is a 3K display. That means that it's 3072 by 1920. So a lot better than your average 1080p panel. It is an IPS panel and it covers just around 100% sRGB, but only around 300 nits, which is not enough to secure any kind of VESA display HDR certification. But still, I mean, this is a lot of display area a lot of display area which is almost interrupted uninterrupted by bezels as is with the new dell xps 15. so great 3k screen for the most part a nice construction good keyboard big trackpad up ports which the xps 15 does not have so what are you giving up well i don't have any bad news for you because inside we have up to an 11th gen i7, that is the 11800H. It is a slightly underclocked 11800H, so it's running at 45 watts, meaning that it's gonna perform slightly worse in some synthetic benchmarks like Cinebench, Blender, Handbrake, etc. than the XPS 15, but it really isn't all that much. It runs up to an RDX 3050. It has can go to 16 gigs of 3200 megahertz RAM and up to a terabyte of NVMe PCIe storage. And that's basically it. So the thing is, if we have to bring it back to the XPS 15, the thing is, if you fully equip this with everything, that means the i7, the RTX 3050, the 16 gigs of RAM and the one terabyte SSD, this would take you to around 11,900 Danish kroner, okay? If you equip a Dell XPS 15 with the same, it's 17,490 kroner, 6,000 kroners more. And to put that into a perspective that could be understood throughout the world, that's like an iPad Pro that you could get on top of this. And what are you essentially giving up? Well, nothing. And the one thing that XPS 15 pricing I just mentioned to you, that's the 1080p IPS panel. That's not a 4K OLED, meaning this display actually is kind of better. Lower nit peak brightness though, but still 3K next to 1080p. To me, this is a no brainer. Get the Inspiron 16 Plus, it's great. Thank you so much for watching. See you on the next one.